Hello and welcome to episode four of the Five for Five Rock and Metal podcast. I am your host, Eric, and uh, episode four is on Seether. Um, so Seether kind of grew into the uh, scene here in the United States uh, back in 2002 with their first uh, big single, Fine Again, and that's how I discovered them. Um, hearing Fine Again on the radio, it was a fantastic single and it was huge and um, off of that song, of course, I went and bought their first album, Disclaimer, and it was great, and uh, and I've been a fan ever since. Um, I've had an opportunity to see them nine times, uh, live in concert from 2002 to 2018, and uh, one particular concert really stands out, and it's unfortunately for a negative way, um, but now, back in 2008... Um, I saw them at the Palladium in Worcester, Massachusetts, while they were touring for the album Finding Beauty in Negative Spaces. So um, they were touring with Flyleaf, and um, so now most of their shows would open with the song Gasoline um, back then, and that was a great opening to a show. But this particular show, um, they didn't. They had a they had like a big sheet or a curtain over the front of the stage. And behind the curtain was a drop light, and it was swinging back and forth, and the rest of the arena was dark, and that's all you could see. And um, then you could hear the beginning of the song, the bass line from the song, No Jesus Christ. And of course, then you hear Sean singing, and the guitars come in, and it works in slowly. And then when it really kicks in, and Sean screams, you're No Jesus Christ, and the, the crowd the crowd just erupts, and the curtain drops, and it's insanity. So it was a great way to open a concert. Um, but then Seether goes into their second song of the night, and about halfway into the song, Sean collapses on stage, and the show's over. Um, the show ends right there. And... Um, you know, it was really, it was really scary at the time, and and kind of sad because, you know, we've seen so many bands, especially the front men of bands, um, like Lane Staley from Allison Chains and like Scott Weiland and so many people, and like Kurt Cobain, um, have problems with addiction. Whatever the situation was with Sean back then, I don't know, but um, but obviously he was having some some problems and the reason i bring this concert up in particular is because from that point when i saw them then up until now it just seems like uh he's gotten better and it seems like um he's really doing well so from the outside looking in it really seems like he's uh he's doing well and uh you know this kind of thing could have broken up a band um Certainly, Sean could have gone down the same road as the other guys I just mentioned, and he could just not even be with us anymore right now. So um, the fact that this band has overcome that and persevered through that, and they're, they're, they're stronger than ever, really. They're making great music. They're touring. They're really making better music than ever. And, um, and so I just wanted to tell that brief story because uh, it shows what Seether's gone through and um, how strong of a band they are to be able to persevere through that. So, um, so I'm very happy to be doing uh, this this episode here on Seether, and uh, and let's go. We'll rank the top five albums. Number one. So number one 
for me is the album that we just mentioned, Disclaimer. Um, it was their first album, came out in 2002. And I love this album for so many reasons. Of course, Fine Again, like we, like we already mentioned, was the big single that they put out first. But the way the album opens with Gasoline, it's a fantastic song. Needles is a great song. Driven Under is one of my all-time favorite songs. And it just, it was a lot heavier than I expected it to be. With Fine Again uh, on the radio, you didn't really expect it to be uh, super heavy, but um, they really had some heavy songs on this album. Pride and Sympathetic was great, and every single song, and then Broken at the end. So this album actually kind of reminds me of... um, almost in a way like Linkin Park's Hybrid Theory album. And, you know, these two bands are not anything like each other, but um, when you listen to Hybrid Theory, um, it's almost as if every single song on that album could have been a big radio hit. And that's kind of what I felt like about every single song on Disclaimer. I was just like, man, if this song was on the radio, it'd be huge. And if that song was on the radio, it would be huge. So uh, I felt like this album could have been entirely... Uh, just giant radio hits and um, and I know like if you look at the like Seether's discography I know it says that Disclaimer 2 was their second release but for this podcast um, we're not even going to talk about that one because uh, you know Disclaimer 2 all it was was a re-release of Disclaimer with a few bonus tracks at the end and then they redid the song Broken um, which which then featured Amy Lee. So they added Amy Lee into that song and then, you know, did some bonus tracks. But um, but really, whether you've got Disclaimer or Disclaimer 2, uh, for the most part, it's the same album. And uh, that is my favorite. Number two. Album two was, um, was pretty tough for me. Two and three were really tough because these next two albums, for me, almost could have been a tie and I really came close. I really wanted to just make it a tie for a second, but I didn't really do that. So um, for me, album two is is the newest one from 2020, C. Vis Pacum Parabellum, if I said that correctly. Um, so in English, it means if you want peace, prepare for war. So um, it was their seventh uh, studio album uh, from 2020. And uh, this album probably is their heaviest. Dead and Done to open the album is fantastic. And then every single song, it's kind of like Disclaimer, where every song is just so good. Dangerous was the first single. A really cool video, too, with the way they did that cartoon. And then the songs like Bruised and Bloodied and uh, Wasteland and Failure and um, Beg is, is just ridiculous towards the end of the album. Really heavy. Buried in the Sand, I love that, too. So... Um, so many great songs. I feel like every song on this album is just fantastic, and uh, they really, really outdid themselves with their newest release, um, Parabellum, from from 2020. So uh, it was tough, but um, but album two for me, Parabellum. Number three. So once I decided that Parabellum was number two, number three was pretty easy for me, and that was the prior release to that from 2017, Poison the Parish. Um, it was their sixth studio album. And um, man, this album is basically just as good as Parabellum. Stoke the Fire is just an awesome way to open that album. And the last time I saw Seether in 2018, they were touring for this Poison the Parish album. And that's how they started the show with Stoke the Fire. And that was awesome. And uh, Betray and Degrade is a great song. And um, 
Let You Down was the first single, and that's a great song. When I first saw the video for that, it, I mean, it looked like a Rob Zombie video. It was just, it was just crazy. But um, that was again when Let Me Heal um, is a, is a great song, one of my favorites. Let Me Heal, Saviors, Nothing Left, Count Me Out. I just love that stretch of songs, and then Emotionless towards the end is great. And um, and then if you've got the one with the bonus tracks on it, all the bonus tracks are great as well. So. Um, this is a is a super great album, and um, it was it was really the best thing at the time in 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 2017. To me, it was the best thing that they had come out with in many many years. So um, I was a little surprised at how good it was when it first came out, and I was so excited about it. Actually, at the time, I was saying, "Hey, this thing might be better than Disclaimer," but um, you know, after a few years of listening to it, it is still great, and it's almost just as good. But um, but man, these three albums I have listed, one, two, and three, not a single weak track on any three of these albums. So um, absolutely number three, not even a tough decision, Poison the Parish. Number four. Number four for me is, is an album that I actually hadn't listened to in a long time until um, I decided to create this Seether podcast. I, I started listening to all the old Seether stuff that I hadn't heard in a while because for me, I'm, I'm the type that will really concentrate on the new music so for the last four or five years i've been really listening to all the newest stuff but this album for me uh album four is karma and effect and um it was a great album it was their second release uh back in 2005 and it had three really big singles uh come off the album with remedy truth and the gift but to me those aren't even the three best songs of the album for me the best songs on the album simplest mistake my favorite song on the album because of me which was the opening track and diseased those are the three best songs to me on the album at the end plastic man the way the album closes is really really good and um so it's just a great album and um to me it's uh it was their second best album for a very long time until these these um these two came out, Poison the Parish and Parabellum came out over the last four years. But but uh, Karma in Effect, really good. Kind of gets lost in the shuffle for me a little bit because I haven't heard it in so long um, up until recently. But um, but a really good album. And um, yeah, so number four, Karma and Effect. Number five. So album five for me um, was very difficult, just like it is uh, in all my episodes because it, it means we're going to leave the rest of the albums off the list. So the final three albums we had to pick from was, uh, was of course, Finding Beauty in Negative Spaces, Holding On to Strings, Better Left to Fray, and Isolate and Medicate. And um, I really listened to all three of these albums quite a bit over the last few weeks trying to decide, and I came up with my fifth favorite Seether album is Isolate and Medicate. And uh, that was their fifth studio album coming out in 2014. And one of my favorite songs on that album is my disaster uh the big single off the off the album was words as weapons that was a pretty big radio hit um see you at the bottom is the way the album opened and it was a great song so um suffer it all was a really really good song too the, the closing track save today was was fantastic so i felt like isolate and medicate was the most complete album of the three remaining um of course the other two albums had so many great songs finding beauty in negative spaces had no Jesus Christ on it and uh, rise above this um, was great the, the single from that album was fake it which was which was pretty big and um, 
Eyes of the Devil was a really good song, and then and then Holding On to Strings Better Left to Fray was a, a was a good album too. Master of Disaster, a very good song. A Desire for Need and, and Forsaken, uh, really good songs at the end. But I just thought Isolate and Medicate was the most uh, complete album out of the three remaining. So that's that's where we're going to go with five. So so that's the complete list. My five favorite Seether albums. Um, episode five coming out in the near future is going to be great it's going to be one of my all-time favorite bands and that's going to be cold thanks for listening